smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Champion Sean King on VSIN Prime Time. Hour three of VSIN Prime Time alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. I do want to just point something out. We're going to get to the board briskly here momentarily. It is dumping snow at Central Michigan. It really is. Dumping snow. It really is. And I know that snow and unders doesn't always correlate. But if you can't see, True. look, I'm going to take my risk. I, I, I played under 25 and a half first half. It's down to 24 and a half. I'd still play it. Like, if, it, if we lose this bet, look, if we lose Columbia, Delaware State, that's on me. <laughs> if I lose this one, I'm like, you know what? Props to Central Michigan and Western Michigan for making this happen. Look at it, Sean. They're showing it right. You can't see the lines. <laughs> Play the under first oh, half. Oh man, it looks like it's pretty warm there. I mean, and like when you do like those games at Central Michigan and and NIU, like they don't have like state of the art stadiums, where like the press box is all insulated and all of it's inside. Like a lot of times, like you're one with the elements. I feel sorry for my guy Jay Walker. Um, we do have uh, the picture you mentioned. I'm sorry, I'm trying to log into another app to see what their first half total is. Um. We have a picture of Banksy. Yeah, hold on. I got to take a picture of us having a picture of Banksy so that I can send it to Derek. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to play another little bit under under here. Let's just see. What could go wrong betting the under in, uh, in this game? It is dumping down snow. Look at Banksy. Look at Banksy there. 
Where is he? Uh, he's in Michigan somewhere hunting. All right. I haven't been able to contact him since about 2 p.m. yesterday. Um, so hopefully, you know, uh, he's doing the shooting and not the one getting shot at. But you never know. All right. So I'm hoping Bert Emanuel Jr. has a big old game here. Uh, but I'm hoping that it, it comes in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> honestly though in this type of snow i don't think 24 is a key number because they're not kicking field goals <laughs> you're not right all right so uh, i'm in on the under here let's see what uh, first half under we'll see what uh what could possibly go wrong hoping that this uh under comes home so i will uh, i will take that uh, and uh, Thomas Gable from the Borgata is going to join us here in just a little bit to give us some thoughts from behind the counter. But, Sean, uh, let's uh, let's do what we always do here on... It's a lot going on out there in Central Michigan. Right. And it Bert is. Emanuel, uh, uh, the love a father has for his child. Bert said he's on the fifth row on the home team side. He's a Texas guy, too, right? <laughs> Come on, you'd be there for little Sean. Absolutely. I know. You, you have a choice. Look at that. I mean, it, it's bad. Look at it. I mean, they're playing. And the footing is an issue. They're playing in an inch of snow. Yes. Now, once again, footing's both ways, right? So you certainly could see. Oh, my goodness. The, I mean, it is. Like, I've never said that, like, a game shouldn't be played, but they probably could have pushed this one until to, to, to tomorrow. Well, hopefully it's uh, we reap the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you're just tuning in, we are getting a live shot it is. of the game between Western Michigan at Central Michigan. And to say there's inclement weather would be a vast understatement. Watch, they'll have three scooping scores. For this looks touchdown. like a Christmas movie. I mean, you can't. There's no numbers on the field. Hey, I don't know how you see anything. Wow. Like well, the ref is literally trying to kick somewhere for them to, to spot the, the ball for the kickoff. Oh I'm telling you right now. Look, if I lose this bet, it's it's a risk I'm willing to take. I'm sorry. I mean, so the number. So what were the two numbers before the game started? The first half was 24 and a half. 25 and a half. 25 and a half. And 49. The game's 49. I want to see what. About let's let's wait four minutes into the first quarter, and I want to see what the in-game number is. Because right now I'm looking at the board, and it just keeps dropping. Yeah, like it's no possible way they can score in this weather. Numbers are down total for the full games down to 48. Watch, it'll go over in the first half and it'll under for the game. That that'll be my karma. The for good just thing is, Bert Emanuel's going to be a quarterback. Bert Emanuel Jr. is going to be a quarterback. It's just run the ball. Yeah. What did he run for last week? Two hundred and eighty something yards, yards, something like that. Yeah. All right, we're underway. Bets are in. Let's see if uh, unders come home in my Mount Pleasant. From the Bucks, the Bert Emanuel catch, his son last week, 24 carries, 293 yards, and three touchdowns. I'm going to say he goes over that number tonight. Over, he's going to go over three bills rushing? Yep. 100%. Hopefully it happens in the second half. An athlete. What it, kind of what do you it, it, an athlete in this kind of weather? I mean, the margins are already great. They're even greater. A bad athlete on slippery footing becomes a terrible athlete. 
Well, hopefully, if that's the case, hopefully Eastern Michigan's or uh, Western Michigan's quarterback is a bad athlete. And Burt's going to get the first one? He, oh, he's out there. He's sleeveless. Oh, yeah. No gloves? Oh, yeah. He's running for 300 tonight, I'm telling you. Oh, man, they are slow. <laughs> yeah, that's not a lot. I take that they back. They are slow. Yeah. Can you bet no touchdown in the game for a college game? <laughs> Oh, man, I hope this bet comes home. This is tremendous. Oh, this is this is what Mac last night was great action. You actually saw. Like, oh, by the way, uh, Britain, my uh, rollover bet is uh, Central <laughs> Michigan under. There's no there been no points scored. I forgot to give it to you. It's Michigan under. What is it? Forty nine. You said it was a closing number. Forty eight. Forty eight. I'll take forty eight. Oh, man. I got the under. We good. <laughs> I don't know if that that's how this works. There goes Bert. And yeah. We don't even have the yellow lines on the field. They may not throw the ball tonight. No one else may get a carry. Let's get the clock rolling here. Got We got under here, folks. Let's get the clock rolling here. This is I've never played anything like this. Uh, you, you're not tough. We had a couple you're cold not tough. games. You're not tough. But I, I've never played anything where it was snowing Once like this. Once you slid down on snow, got snow in the back of your jersey there, you'd be like, I'm yeah, You out. saw when Erlacher clocked me how fast I jumped up. Came I also the saw the video of you huddled over on the sideline with cold. a parka. It's cold. <laughs> what, you want me to stand over there and just freeze? Are we going to get a pass here on third and seven? Nope. QB oh, draw. Oh, we are. QB draw. Zing. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, boy. See, the footing's bad for both teams. <laughs> I don't like that. All right. Um, well, we can't really go through the whole board briskly here. Uh and he just took the his rest of the show. I'm just trying to be in the tank because we're watching football. We got Thomas Gable coming on, JVT. By the way, I'm also trying to uh, watch Notre Dame and see if they can cover against. Uh, Let me check or, my uh, plays. Southern Indiana can cover against Notre Dame. And we got volleyball on the ACC network right now. It is. I've got pouring snow. Under 133 and a half in Ohio State game, it's 31-23 right now. The funny thing is, Sean, I almost feel like as crazy as this sounds. What conference is Seton Hall in? Big East? Yeah, Big East. Okay. I almost feel like, Sean, watching this game and the snow that's coming down, it feels like Western Michigan's game plan is just going to be sell out for the run. So can you, like you did, like you saw in the third down, could you get a couple stops? Could you get a couple uh, buckets through the air? I don't know. <laughs> this is an unpredictable I mean, because you don't see these games. So no. You know how the kids are going to react to no it. No idea. You know, I know one thing. No one's moving fast. No, no one is moving fast. Like, there are no sudden cuts. I don't think they're going to be kicking many field goals here either. Yeah. I love it, though. I feel bad. I love it because I'm not sitting there. there in that kind of weather, man. I love it's it because. you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. I want that clock to keep rolling here. All right. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's go through a couple games real quickly uh, for NFL. Thomas Gable going to join us here on the other side. Uh, get what's coming in from behind the counter. But um, Cleveland and Buffalo. Now we've seen Deshaun Watson practice, and he's still out for a couple more weeks. Sean, uh, they're running crossers. That'll that'll give us a punt here. Should. Um, Buffalo laying eight off the loss against Cleveland. Cleveland, I bet Cleveland last week. I think you bet them too. That was a disaster Never against again. the Dolphins. Does Buffalo smoke Cleveland here? Low total, 41 and a half. By the way, the, t- the number 
has come down from 47 because of the potential of three feet of snow in Buffalo leading up to game time. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, this total is unbelievably low. Where is the end zone? Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Good place. That's from one yard line. Just don't. Oh, it would be terrible here, Sean. We get a fumble, scoop and score. Yeah, they should. They this should, is scoop and they score territory. This game until tomorrow. No, I disagree. Yeah, you can't even see the, the good numbers on the field. No, we got. We're pulling for our pockets here, Sean. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't trust any NFL team with these big numbers because none of them have been covering. You saw Philly was. Well, that was double digits. Still, though, I mean, the only one that covered was was the Chiefs, and they almost got backdoored against Jacksonville. 49ers didn't cover the seven and a half. Now, you can go across the league. They, mm-hmm. They're not covering these big numbers. Like anything over six, just I think you, I mean, you're rolling with the dog unless it's a stay away. But I'm definitely not taking these favorites to cover these numbers. For Western whatever Michigan reason, it's is not happening. throwing on the – oh, that's a face mask. Can you see it? They got to throw the flag. No flag. Face mask is white. It's white on the ground, West, white in the air. Western Michigan just dropped back the pass on their first play. Huh. Might have been designed QB draw. Oh, there, here comes the flag. I need points in a specific Not in this game. basketball game. Yeah, there's the, there's the personal foul. I know this whole segment went nowhere, but it is hilarious how hard it is snowing at this Central Michigan-Western Michigan game, and hopefully that leads to no points or very few points in the first half. We will go behind the counter. Thomas Gable from the Borgata in Atlantic City next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside sean king i am tim murray and it is our pleasure to bring in from the borgata in atlantic city thomas gable you will catch him often on the lombardi line with michael lombardi and patrick maher he joins us right now and I'm just curious, and I think I know the answer, Thomas, but I want to start with it because we're seeing inclement weather in the Midwest, a lot of snow. Uh, when it comes to affecting totals, usually it's wind. What does snow, Thomas, do in the eyes of an odds maker to totals? Well, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's, it's normally wind. I think a lot of people tend to overreact on precipitation. Uh, snow can be cleared. Now, obviously, if it's snowing during the game and it's windy on top of that, and you know you, that's going to impact a lot of things. So the the Buffalo game that uh, is happening on Sunday there, where they're calling three to six feet or whatever the case is in the weather forecast, uh, you're, you saw that total drop uh, a lot there from. I mean, here we are Wednesday night, it's 41 and a half, and uh, it's open around 47 and a half. So already a big drop, and uh, the wind is going to be the primary concern. I mean, snow can be shoveled, but if it's still snowing during the game and you have the, the high winds on top of it, that's, that's going to be the, the recipe there for um, not much scoring. Well, a couple of things, Thomas. First of all, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, secondly, all of our guests, uh, especially ones in prominent positions like you, uh, we'll expect the presidential suite fully comped uh, when we take our trip <laughs> down to Bergada. So, uh, <laughs> no, the visibility part as a former player, uh, if it's actually still snowing, 
Like, it's one thing if, if it snowed all day and now the game's about to start and, you know, you can see the, the numbers on the field and the lines. Mm-hmm. You know, tonight, like, I, I don't know what a first down is if I'm the quarterback. Like, if it's third and 12, how far do I need to throw this? Like, does that play into it at all? Or is it kind of like, oh, let's stick with our power ratings and unless it's a windy game like you guys are alluding to, maybe Buffalo uh, Patriots regular season last year. Let's not venture right. too far away from what we would normally do. Yeah, I mean, you're going to open it up at whatever number you think it's going to open up at. I mean, you can adjust, but the market typically is the one that adjusts it for you. Um, you're going to continue to take bets, and if the the market continues to push that number lower until you find resistance at a certain number, that's what you're going to do. Uh, so right now the market's sitting around 41, 41 and a half, and that's what the market's telling you. And you really, you don't want to go against that market. I, I mean, when you can put up an original number uh, at the beginning of the week and you just, you let it go from there and uh, let the market decide where it's going to go. Uh, you just want to find that number where you kind of find resistance at something like this, where, what, how low is it going to go? Where, where are you going to start taking what number are you going to start taking some over money at? That's really where you want to find. We're chatting with Thomas Gable from Borgata in Atlantic City, director of race and sports there. Um, Thomas, I want to look just quickly at the uh, the college slate, and then we'll hit to uh, the NFL. I know it's early in the week, so uh, most of your action, you know, especially casual betters, might be coming in later in the week on Fridays and, and early Saturday morning. Uh, but a couple of mm-hmm. certainly big games uh, on the docket, and some of them out here. As <laughs> by the way, <laughs> this is unbelievable. So we had a a I didn't cigar bet it, but Bert Emanuel Jr. last week rushed for two ninety three. Uh, Thomas. And I said, mm-hmm. in this weather, he's going for three-plus tonight. He just had a, what, maybe 75, 80-yard run for yeah. a touchdown. They have no chance well, to tackle go. him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. All he's right. almost a third of the way to your uh, number there, Sean. He is. His father was my wide receiver in uh, St. Louis with the Bert Emanuel catch. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, the over is hitting in this game. That is uh, that is a certainty. He's going. He's rushing for over three hundred tonight. My bad, Thomas. I'm All so right. sorry. Uh, it's the problem of doing a sports betting show and having like a studio full of TVs with live games on. So we apologize. <laughs> when we get to Borgata, we can hang out in the presidential suite and you know. I, I just, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Kick back and relax. Uh, when you look at uh, TCU and Thomas still didn't confirm Baylor. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. TCU has been a team that I know uh, <laughs> the public was certainly on last week, came home outright two weeks ago against Texas Tech. I know some shops were reporting lopsided action. It, like I said, it's early in the week, but do you anticipate TCU laying a pretty short number on the road to be another public side this week? Uh, I do. I think at this point, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, the, the college football playoff spot, uh, the TCU is theirs to lose. Uh, last weekend, we actually we took some Texas money there, but uh, right now the early money is coming in on TCU, minus the two and a half uh, against Baylor this Saturday. So uh, not much action on Baylor right now, but uh, most of the early money has been on TCU. Has it been a, a strange season for you when it comes to like, Tim likes to call stinky lines. Uh, if we kind of look at the last couple of weeks, everybody I thought was on Texas. When the line was seven, everybody that I knew, that smart people, hey, that line is telling you Texas. I was like, nope, TCU is mush-proof. They've got a rabbit foot. They're going to win. 
Some kind of way, BYU was plus eight and a half at Boise, won outright. But then the public was all over Tennessee in Athens. And that number was saying Georgia's the side. Like, I feel like this is the first time in a long time where it's kind of been almost in the middle as far as something that looks like a stinky line, being one and actually not. <laughs> yeah, that's a good That's a good point. That's a good point, Sean, because, you know, that Tennessee-Georgia game a couple weeks ago, you, had, you did have the public all over Tennessee early in the week. And I think it was Friday where we really started to see the Georgia money show up. And it was almost like somebody turned on a spigot and you couldn't turn it off. Um, And that number continued to move. And, you know, we took a $200,000 play on Georgia on Friday at, uh, at eight. And, you know, but the Georgia money, you continued to move it up nine, nine and a half. And the Georgia money kept coming Friday and Saturday. And that was kind of one of those games where just like pros versus Joes where, you know, a lot of the respected players were on Georgia, but the public kept uh, betting Tennessee because they thought, hey, that's, you know, they, they were, what you've seen from Tennessee throughout the year, everybody was pretty high on them up until that point. We're chatting once again with Thomas Gable from the Borgata there in Atlantic City. All right, Thomas, switching over to the NFL. Uh, Thursday night football, we've got the Titans visiting the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers normally are a pretty public team, but they've been playing poorly. They go out, they beat the Dallas Cowboys as a three, three-and-a-half-point underdog. Has the public seen enough from Green Bay? Do you envision the public jumping back in on the Packers bandwagon for Thursday Night Football? Uh, I do. I certainly do. Uh, after what you saw there, and again, with the NFL, a lot of the public it's so uh, recency, it's it's so much recency bias there that you see from them. So uh, I certainly expect some Green Bay money. And actually, with that Dallas game on Sunday, it was pretty evenly bet uh, for us. We we had uh, pretty even action on that game. So uh, I, I thought there would be a lot more Dallas money, but uh, people did uh, come out and and bet Green Bay, and obviously uh, got rewarded for that. But um, yeah, in this one, I think it's going to be mostly. Uh, Green Bay money just because, hey, they, they know what they're getting with Rodgers, and uh, he kind of looked like the team itself. They were able to finally establish a run, and that really was able to propel Rodgers there uh, through that game because that's something they haven't been able to do is establish any sort of run. You know, it's kind of ironic. I think uh, Tennessee had does have some injuries, but I, I like Tennessee in this spot. I don't trust Green Bay. People forget they were down two touchdowns in that Dallas game. Some kind of way, as we all know, they found a way to win it. But the other line that's interesting to me, Thomas, is Minnesota coming off of one of probably the more entertaining end of games that we've seen in a while in their win over Buffalo. Dallas, as we just talked about, blew a 14-point lead, yet Dallas is favored at Minnesota. Where's the money where the ticket's currently for you in this contest? This one is pretty evenly bet right now with us. Uh, Cowboys are laying a point and a half. <laughs> the total is 47 and a half in this. And, you know, I think the Cowboys, this is one of those games where, again, people are saying, well, why is Dallas favored in this? They're, they're on the road. We just saw the Vikings beat the Bills. Uh, shouldn't the Vikings be favored? I still have Dallas uh, power rated higher than the Vikings at this point. And uh, I think that they should be a short favorite here, even on the road. But right now, this number seems to be about right because we're getting a pretty even action on both sides. He is Thomas Gable. Great stuff, Thomas. 
race and sportsbook director for the Borgata there in AC. Always a pleasure, Thomas. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Save our room. Talk to Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst next, and maybe we get a stop in Mount Pleasant. The World Cup countdown is on, and now is the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We have in-depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups. VEASAN's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group and the Golden Boot Award. And if you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry, Josh Applebaum will break down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just 99 bucks and get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today, vcin.com slash subscribe. Unbelievably called a penalty. How how are you going to be called? Finish your read. I, go to vcin.com. We got YouTube, too. I mean, dude, dude. I don't know why you're frustrated. You're right? holding in a snowstorm First on all, a pass play. B- before we bring our guests in, you tweet it out. Your exact words. If it loses, it if loses. If it loses, it loses. Okay. You need a miracle from, like, every potential God that people could possibly believe in for this to stay under 25. They're about to have 21 with more than two minutes left in the first. Not making tackles. Yeah, this is horrendous. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. All right, let's bring in Jonathan Von Tobel. He'll put a smile on my face. Follow him on Twitter, at me, JVT, our our senior NBA analyst, our guy, guy. and uh, I want to get to something real quickly. I know you're doing sidelines for UNLV hoops. Uh, Last game of the night last night, I was sitting on my couch watching impressive performance from uh, from uh, the the running rebels last night. So uh, pretty strong defensive team from what I can gather early on. Oh, yeah. Like, they should be one of the best defensive teams in the Mountain West. I don't think there's really any question about it. I mean, when you go get guys like Eli Parquet, you know, former conference players or defense players of the year in their respective conferences at their old stops in the Pac-12, this is going to be a team that is going to defend among some of the best in the Mountain West. The question just is, is are they going to be able to score, right? They still didn't really shoot the ball particularly well yesterday. Uh, They're a little small, right? They're they're switchable, but they're small, like 6'6 on average height, but they're uh, with their guys not named David Moyoka. They're big, so... I think they're going to be really good. It's just whether or not they're going to be able to score in half-court situations. If they're not turning people over, it's hard to find some offense for this team. But I think they're going to be a lot better than some of the projections. I think a lot of people had them like 7th, 8th in the Mountain West. They should be a top-14. To hammer home your point, in the Mountain West Conference, there are seven teams that sit at 3-0. and uh, UNLV's 214.4 JVT is lowest of those seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the offensive efficiency, Sean, has been pretty bad. I think they've they've been under a point per possession for each of the first three games, and that's against some lesser competition, obviously, as well, uh, in uh, Southern and uh, the other – oh, excuse me, uh, Mac, Incarnate Word. How could I forget? Uh, so you want to you score a little bit uh, more efficiently. But I'll say this, too. If you guys look around the Mount West, Isaiah Stevens for Colorado State, injured, has a foot issue. Hunter McIntosh, transfer from Elon, supposed to be the starting point guard for Nevada, injured. Uh, if you look at Wyoming, Graham E.K., injured. So – there is some room here for some upper mobility because of the teams around them and the health issues in the conference as well. We're talking to Jonathan Von Tobel, a man of many jobs, by the way, at me, JVT, and our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN, of course, also hosts College Line Revealed show on Sundays and uh, many other shows here on the weekends. JVT, we still have three games left on the board, and you can check out 
uh, JVT's uh, market insights and and his breakdown of uh, every 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 NBA card. So I'll list them off and just anything that jumps at you. Dallas laying six and a half here tonight against Houston. Denver laying two. That obviously has moved a lot. And uh, Golden State laying two as well on the road at Phoenix. So of the three remaining games, anything intrigue you at this point in time or are numbers all gone? Uh, I think so. Pretty much numbers are gone, Sean. I, 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 excuse me, Tim. I apologize. Uh, but I would say that there's a couple of things that stick out with the way the market's responding. Like, for example, this Golden State game later today, I called this when I was on with Matt Brown today, uh, the market's spot of the night. If you guys remember three weeks ago, the Golden State Warriors went to Phoenix and they got blown out. Clay Thompson got ejected from the game. He was all pissed off. There was a lot of talking and jabbing and, and whatnot. I would assume the Warriors, who have quietly, you know, won, I think it's three straight and covered two out of three, whatever it is, uh, maybe had this game circled. Chris Paul, of course, injured and not available potentially for the Phoenix Suns. I haven't checked for like an hour to see whether or not he's been officially ruled out. But regardless, I would say that this is a circle spot for the Golden State Warriors. And that is why the market has them now as a two-point favorite after opening up as a two-point underdog in this game. So I'm very interested to see if the market is getting this spot right. And the other is, I just want to point this out for future reference because Luka Doncic is not playing today. Uh, but the Dallas Mavericks, guys, an offensive rating of about 117 with Doncic on the floor, about 104 when he's off. They've been so bad. They blew a 25-point lead yesterday because they can't score without Luka Doncic providing something offensively. Um, betting against the Mavericks in-game when Doncic hits the bench is something that is an experiment I'm kind of working on here. This Mavericks team 0-8-1 against the spread their last nine games. They've been very overvalued by the market. They've been very poor offensively. And it's why you see this total as low as it is now to 218 because Doncic is not playing and this bench is bad without him. And <clears throat> off the top of my head, I think JVT, Dallas is one of the teams you like under on their win total preseason, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, I've got them under, I think I got to go check. I think it's 48 and a half, Sean. But yes, uh, that was, and that was part of the thinking, right? Like if you watch them, uh, the, what they did in the offseason and the only additions they made after losing Jalen Brunson were Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. And you're starting to see that. Like there's no real shot creation on this team outside of Doncic and or Spencer Dinwiddie on a good night. I mean, you, you go back to last night, right? They had 15 points from their bench, Sean. All 15 were Christian Wood, a former run and rebel, by the way. Uh, like that's something that when you look at this in the big picture, that's not really going to be sustainable. And yes, they're eight and five right now. Uh, but I would say that as the season progresses and you see that schedule, the guys just threw up, look at their stretch that they're coming up on. Mm -hmm. They get the nuggets, the Celtics, the Raptors, the Bucks, the Warriors. It's going to be a tough stretch for them. Uh, who's more surprising right now, Portland or the combination of Utah, Cleveland, who both seem to have benefited greatly from the Donovan Mitchell trade? I would say probably Portland, only because like, like Sean, like I, I tell this to anybody who asks me about Portland, if you told me that they were going to be competing for a playoff seat, I believe you. And if you told me that they were tanking for Victor Wembanyama, I would believe you, right? Like there was a, there was a wide spectrum of where this team would end up by the season's end, uh, but they've been very, very solid. Now they've been very solid defensively. And I will say that if you look at some of the numbers, like some like cleaning the glass, for example, has like a location effective field goal percentage metric essentially tells you what would the effective field goal percentage be that you allowed at the opponent's shot league average from the shots that you were giving up? They're 29th right now in that metric, despite being a top 10 team in that regard in terms of what they've actually allowed. So I think there's some room for some falling down on the board defensively for the Portland Trailblazers. But when you have Damian Lillard, you got a chance. I think they're still like a play-in team, but I didn't think they were going to be this good defensively. They've obviously been that, and I didn't think they would have 10 wins in their first 14 games. So I would say 
I would give the edge to Portland there only because you threw Cleveland in. Because Cleveland, I think a lot of people expected, not necessarily me, but a lot of people did expect that thing to work, and it has so far. Talk once again to Jonathan Von Tobel at me, JVT. So, JVT, just uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, pretty light slate, all West Coast games. Portland hosting Brooklyn, Sacramento hosting San Antonio, and Detroit at the Clippers. Clippers laying nine, Sacramento seven, and Portland one and a half. Uh, early look, anything intrigue you tomorrow night in the light NBA slate? So I was having a conversation earlier today, and I thought it was a really good point about the Sacramento Kings. So the Kings have been a fantastic cover team so far. The market was all over them to begin with. If you guys remember, season win total got that up to, I think it was like two, two and a half wins. Uh, They were a popular selection to make it to the postseason. And what they have done in terms of delivering on these results has been real. And their offense has been among the best in the NBA at this point right now. Uh, But I would say what I'm interested in is these are the spots now where if you're going to be a legitimate playoff team, this is where you deliver, right? You're a seven-point favorite against the San Antonio Spurs. It's one of the worst uh, defensive teams in the NBA. They've really fallen off on that end, and your offense has been among the best. You dropped 153 points on Brooklyn the other night. This is a game against San Antonio that you should be able to cover a number like seven if you are the team that they are rated to be at this point right now. So I'm very interested to see what the Kings are, are like here in this spot with a double homestand against San Antonio and Detroit, because these are two lesser opponents that these should be no problems for you if you are a team that has serious you know, considerations to make the postseason, as you are right now, what, seven and six and kind of pushing for that. But on the season, from a spread standpoint, what are they, 10-3, a 10-3 or 10-3 and one, something like that, right? Yeah, good call, by the way, on the Lakers not making the playoffs. Uh, they have no shot. Um, <laughs> good call on Tim for telling me about that I on the know, air. Right? So I can, yeah. Yeah. Um, the assist, baby. I'm like John Stockton, you know. Two questions because we only got about a minute and a half left. Uh, who are you more disappointed in so far? Detroit, who a lot of people thought were on the come, or Charlotte? I know Charlotte's had some injuries, so maybe they have an excuse. And also, I know you mentioned Golden State tonight. 0-7 on the road this year. What's going yeah. on with them in road games? So I'd say really quickly, Detroit, just because I bet them over that 26 and a half, and they can still get there, Sean, but I expected a lot more from them. Charlotte, I think they should tank. I think they should go after Victor Wembanyama, and they still might. Uh, and as far as the Warriors are concerned, look, their defense has not been good. They, they're in the mid to bottom 20s. They're one of the worst teams in terms of foul rate. Uh, they can't defend without fouling, and their bench has been atrocious. These young guys that we thought were going to be really good contributors have not been. Kaminga was out of the lineup for a while because he couldn't see the floor. They just sent James Wiseman down to the G League. That, I think, has been the biggest problem for them. And I think that is something is you have to watch moving forward. Are they going to look to add something to this bench? Because the youngsters just haven't been there yet for them, Sean. And that's been one of their biggest issues right now. JVT, give us uh, an NFL play that intrigues you in the final 20 seconds. Uh, I would say I teased down the San Francisco 49ers. And also, I'm with, I think I'm with the consensus. Why are the Vikings underdogs? Uh, I, I bet the Vikings, I also include them on the teaser as well with San Francisco. All right, a Vikings plus 7.5, 49ers minus 2 teaser. That's Jonathan Von Tobel. Follow him on Twitter, at MeJVT. JVT, we appreciate Great it, stuff, man. Great stuff, JV. Good to talk to you guys. 7-7 seven, seven after one quarter. Yeah, missed a field missed goal. field goal. Come on, baby. Come on, under. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Make some midweek magic with the Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25, there we go, let it roll. $25 bet on an NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every game, every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log in to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the Light the Lamp Wednesday's promotion to receive a $2 bet for every goal scored in the game regardless of your prop bet's outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification. Eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. I'll tell you what, folks. You haven't lived unless you've streamed a Delaware State-Columbia game on your computer 
while hoping the Western Michigan, Central Michigan under comes home. I mean, I know how to live life here, Sean. I mean, I think it's a great call. YOLO. I mean, under you 25 only and a half. Stop. Sitting at 14. I don't like you. I mean, there's this is just go down to the, the, the window now. I don't I like, mean, I don't like you. I don't like and they can't tackle this running back. This is unbelievable. You're good. He's going to fumble soon. I mean, Central Michigan, my man, my safety gets up and stares down the running back after he broke six tackles. Central Michigan's got a tackling issue. You're good, man. There's no shot this goes over. Look at this. One, two, yeah. three. But the clock is running. Four. Don't you worry about it. You're good. Oh, but don't worry. <laughs> big, big boy over here comes up staring at the running back who just made your whole team look like fools. You want to trust the Warriors tonight? I want to trust the Hornets right now. Just cut this game to two. I was trying to put. Come like, on, Delaware State. I was trying to put a little something together for uh, Vison Live Bets to kind of sweat with us. Well, you got Texas. So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking Warriors. I don't bet the NBA. I'm gonna go money line. I'm not gonna play around. Um, L.A. Kings. Puck Shadamas is gonna throw in the L.A. Kings and NHL. There you go. Get low. And Good Texas job, money line. So that's a nice little three-way parlay. I, Something for them to sweat. Warriors money line, Kings money line, Texas money line. So an NBA play, a hockey play, and a college basketball play. My rollover already came home, by the way. Bert Emanuel Jr. into the end zone, minus 190. Yeah, my, mine's live because I, go. I got under 49. See, they're going low now. I mean, goodness gracious. Just You're get, good. Got neck roll there. You're good, man. Stop. Jeez. Enough out of you, mush. I'm not mushing you. By You're the way, good. I got multiple notes from people in Fort Worth today from that were very nervous about Mushradamus calling them <laughs> unletdownable. They're letdown proof. Letdown proof. Yeah, they're letdown proof. <laughs> I, we've gotten so derailed today. I'm watching Delaware State Columbia on my computer, hoping that the snow globe game. Oh, oh, way overthrown. Yeah, Punted away. This is no shot. Great call. My, uh, away. my co-host call under 25 and a half first half. Stop. I don't I don't like Central you. Michigan, Western Michigan. This is tremendous. I want to give you your props. I want still on air. I want you to give we me only props. Have seven you minutes. You give me props tomorrow. How about that? I am. I know what you're doing. Unlike I, you, I, I celebrate your wins. I know what you're doing. So you whisper my wins and, and celebrate my defeats. What are you talking about? Yeah. You are wildly. That's why you're normally quiet, because I win a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm, All right. I'm happy for you. Can I think, we go? I think this is a great call by you. All right. Can we? Great, great, great job of identifying a weakness or an opportunity. Let's call it an opportunity and attacking it with vigor and confidence. I like that. Conviction. Like when you jumped up, boom. Can we, can we go through the board real quick? I don't really want to, but we can. Well, I don't really want you to continue to talk about this game. Okay. All so. right, let's go. Because <laughs> Bert Emanuel Jr. scares the crap out oh, of me. Oh, come on. Man. You got a 16-point cushion. You're good. Columbia missing free throws. I like to see that. All right. <clears throat> Philadelphia at Indianapolis. Philly lands seven right now, Sean. Yeah, see, I think, I, think this is a, I think this is a good spot for Philly, bad spot for Indy. You know, Indy's feeling like this experiment, the mad scientist thing can work. And uh, Philly, for the first time all year, has seen what happens when they don't show up with their A game. And uh, I think we're going to see a role reversal here. How about this? So I like Philly to win and cover. 
Washington officially announces that Taylor Heineke is the starter, as they should. Well, at least for Sunday against Houston. Right. Washington laying three on the road. I saw a friend of mine tweet out, wow, Vegas finally respecting. He was being serious. Washington here. I'm like, they're respecting Washington by making them a three-point road favorite against the worst team in the NFL? I wouldn't say that's necessarily respect. I wouldn't say that's not respect. I think the line is what it was going to be. The look-ahead line was two and a half. It got bet up to three, and here we are. It's three. Um, does Washington keep it rolling? Uh, this is kind of one of those games where I do think Houston has had some success running the ball, but run defense is Washington's strength. Uh, is Chase Young playing? Are we going to see? I heard he was back at practice. He might play. Uh, I like Washington to cover this number, actually. Okay. To be honest. I can't. I mean, betting, I, betting on Houston is not really I'm going to go ahead and throw this into. out there. If by some stroke of luck, Washington's in this NFC East division race in about four weeks. They're three games back right now. I mean, my peacocktivity is going to be at an all-time high. They're playing well. And I thought they would be better. a lot of people laughed at me preseason when I said Washington is a team to watch. Yeah, because you said their quarterback was the reason for Oh, I it. said the wrong one. Yeah. Their defense is very, very good. Um, speaking of that NFC East, Detroit at the Giants. Yeah, later number with New York. All right. Detroit coming off a win. They don't know how to handle success. Rams are going to be without Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford, Sean, is on track to return. And New Orleans announced that it's my time, Andy Dalton. It's still his time. Yeah, if you play this game, then you have a, a disease. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an uncontrollable inclination to get involved in things where you should mind your own business. Like, this is why would you get involved in this game? Like, so the Saints aren't trustworthy, unless you're just a person that likes teams that are like changing time zones or something, and you like to fade them. I mean, that'd be the only reason to get involved in this. Like, who knows how this game is going to go, Tim? Um, Chicago at Atlanta. Total 48 and a half. We keep, we keep seeing the overs with these Chicago games, Sean? I, like, I actually like the Bears to win this game. I, I just, I think Atlanta kind of overachieved early, and people start presuming them to be a better team than they actually are. Like, I don't think they're that talented. Um... Marcus Mariota is really struggling throwing the football. And the Bears right now are confident. I know they lost to the Lions. Fields had a really bad interception, backed up in his own end, end of the field. But, I mean, they were competitive against the Cowboys. They were competitive against the Dolphins. Uh, I like the Bears to win this game outright, to be honest. This might be one of my confidence picks mm. plays. Ah, this one. Because if I'm not mistaken... This is homecoming from Justin Fields because he's actually from Georgia. Mm -hmm. Went to Georgia out of high school, then transferred to Ohio State. Yeah, I'm going Bears to win outright. What about Las Vegas at Denver? Want to get interested? Want to get involved in this I game? I thought we were doing NFL games. <laughs> Why not? You want to get involved in that one? Uh, no. Kansas City at the Chargers. Kansas City laying five and a half here. Yeah, I just don't trust the Chargers, man. And I know what we just saw against the Niners, but I felt like a lot of that was San Francisco kind of being flat early in that game. Like, unlike the Niners, where Shanahan's trying to shorten the game and limit Garoppolo's exposure to uh, mistakes, 
Andy Reid's trying to be explosive. Like, so I, I, I like the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs in this situation. I, I, I just I, – I thought the Chargers had high, high expectations, but injuries have derailed them. I know they're supposed to get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back, but I'm going Chiefs in this. Let's go uh, Cincinnati. Uh, Sunday night football is laying four here. We've talked a lot about the Minnesota game. Cincinnati laying four at Pittsburgh here, Sean. You know, I'm still a person that believes uh, Pittsburgh's going to get over their win total. I'm, I think I'm going to lean Steelers to cover this number, have a chance to win it. Najee Harris finally had a big game. Kenny Pickett got a little confidence. Don't forget, Mike Thomas never, ever in his head coaching career finished below 500. So you can't quit Pittsburgh. You love that team. I lie. It's hard to quit good things. 12 seconds to go. Delaware State just fouled Columbia. What could go wrong? 66-62. Come on, Hornets. My covering machine, you. Get it done. Also, let's get a little more sure tackling here in uh, Mount Pleasant. Low wrap up. Wrap it up. Heard a minute. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yoo. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.